Welcome to Southpaws, episode 521. Podcast Billionaires. Woo! Fuzz, do you know how much money we've made doing this show over the five billion years we've been doing it? A billion dollars. Yeah, we now own... (laughs) A dollar a year. (laughs) Apparently, yeah. You know, if you look at our Patreon, it ain't doing great, but that's fine. (laughs) We haven't recorded in like seven weeks. Yeah. Oh God, has it been out? Yeah, the uh, last week we recorded was the like the 14th. week before Anthrocon. Yeah, from yeah. the week before Anthrocon because that was the week before my the week of my birthday, and yeah. then everybody that went to my birthday dinner got COVID. Uh, how was your birthday? Uh, the food was delicious. <laughs> the aftermath, not so much. Mm, yeah. um, so I missed out on Anthrocon, and then it's just been a lot of things getting in the way. Uh, family health issues and just timing and other such nonsense and so yeah we're finally together here on august 5th and we're going to try to record another episode here in a couple days with uh, a guest um i'm not going to say who it is because we have to make it happen first but you mm. know she's a local so that'll help and yeah we're uh, we're here we've we're not even charging her fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, we're not charging her fifty thousand dollars to be on the show because you know that's just how it is in this game. You know, every time you hear Brace Belden on Chapo Trap House, apparently he's just having to toss some of his cocaine money in the bank and giving it to the Chapo boys. That's how it is on this bitch of an earth. Yeah, like no, I, I don't mean, know who that is. I'm just throwing out podcaster names. Oh, okay. I've heard it. I've heard of Cumtown. Yeah, and, uh, the the. Come boys. They got their start handle like doing like conspiracy shit, but as the conspiracy shit got a lot less fun, I eventually dropped uh, the show True and On. Uh, I've, I've had to cut back on a lot of my podcasts because things have been very heavy lately in my personal life. Mm. So I've been uh, listening to things that are you know funny and don't make me very sad. It's like reading a plague book, like right now. It's yeah, just sort of like this is a little too real. It's like, you know, I'm going to read something fun and cute, like, you know, out of position or the like, and not a plague tale innocence. Yeah, yeah I'm going to sit down and read the plague dogs. I'm going to read Crossed or Don't know that one. Preacher. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, hi, you it's know. pretty fucking dark. Yeah. Although, apparently Sandman has dropped on Netflix, if you're talking about your 90s comics. Yeah. But I haven't watched it yet. The uh, it just dropped. The thing we're talking about. There's an article that came out mm. here a few days ago about paid podcast appearances, where the guests are paying the hosts mm-hmm. to promote their bullshit. Now, if you read the article, it does point out that it is primarily things around like uh, entrepreneurial stuff and cryptocurrency. Oh God! And okay, bullshit like that. So, like, if it's the hustle culture literally just being pay to play. It's like, yeah, man, you totally need to sign up for my dong coin. You just need to blah, blah, blah. And the podcast host like, yeah, sure. Fascinating. Sure. Sounds great. While they're getting, you know, $3,500 of fiat money under the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that's what and actually spins. I bet they're not. Yeah. They're not taking payments in crypto, crypto coins. Yeah. <laughs> and cause when this came out, lots of people have made a lot of very funny jokes about it. People holding up wads of cash in front of their microphone and stuff, making jokes about it. And some being like, you can pay me $50,000, I'll come on your podcast. <laughs> I was like, I'll pay, you pay me $50,000, I'll come tell con war stories on the podcast or whatever. But no, nah, this was just one of those things where, 
there in, in a lot of these high end like I say high end I mean it's, the it's, world of high end podcasting cocaine and high class hookers behind a USB mic yeah well I mean we're sitting here in your production room at for planet towers right. um yes. But it's not the podcast production room. That's, you know, two floors down, and we have the mm. full thing. We just decided to... We're in my wood-paneled office. Yeah, with a fan overhead and smut and books around. It's great. The acoustics <laughs> are fine, actually. Yeah. But we're, we're here at Four Planet Towers, where we, we built from our podcast billions. Because, you know, when you've been going for 521 episodes, clearly we've made a lot of money doing it instead of just knowing when to never shut up. Right. Yeah, um, of course. Of course. Because, you know, it's not like, oh, we have these long breaks, and then we come back to it as if nothing changed. Mm. It is kind of funny, though, you know, because we have had people over the years assume that we have a, quote, production facility and a, quote, warehouse. And, like, we're sitting in both. Yeah. And, you know, and it's a couple hundred square foot room in, you know, my house. So Yeah, with the <laughs> motivational Chester poster behind us and the, mm-hmm. the motivational bulge calendar behind you uh there's another chester over there yeah. there's the the shipping cardboard shelf yeah i mean like, this is the full <laughs> full-on production facility you know we're we're doing the book empire stuff because that's totally another thing that you know do you have any idea how much fuzzwolf of her planet makes selling books <laughs> oh no that was funny oh man uh, <laughs> Don't make these fuckers rich by buying their porn. <laughs> yeah, don't you know they're doing a capitalism? It's so funny because, like, anytime we've ever had anybody on the podcast, because we like them, and it helps if they're local, but we've done remote recording in the past, too. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. But just the fact that crypto grifters will accept cash to let other crypto grifters do their crypto grift on their podcast, it's just real weird. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, there's sometimes you end up with shows that have guests on them, but you didn't ever have to think, I didn't, that they were, you know, necessarily getting paid. Because, like, there's a lot of crossover between, like, like Giant Bomb. It's a video game website, and a lot of yeah. people have gone a lot of separate places, but they still do crossover content well, in like the past. Well, like, the dollop guys guested on Behind the Bastards yeah. six episodes on Henry Kissinger, and I doubt they paid 50 grand. Yeah, they probably didn't pay shit, because they're just friends with Robert Evans, and right. they wanted to do a collaboration on that. Or, you know, the, the gal that does you're wrong about, I'm pretty sure she doesn't pay her guest to come in and talk about, you know, mm-hmm. the Satanic Panic, or Go Ask Alice, or whatever the most recent one she did it was. Mm-hmm. About that chick the writer who just made shit up about drugs bad oh yeah yeah um, um yeah it was supposed to be back in like the the hippie days I yeah guess. it was like where she started off doing super hardship but marijuana was what killed her <laughs> yeah I, I mean i guess it, depending on the amount of drugs in your system one weed too many you know you know one time <laughs> i injected four whole marijuanas and i turned gay Oh, free based some cocaine and wait was it the marijuana or was it that you went to a drag show oh well no no I was gay well before the drag shows mm-hmm. mm. I just realized you used to work at Petco you were a groomer yeah actually <laughs> I uh, I was indeed a assistant groomer <laughs> all those dogs you groomed are gay now 
Yeah, that's that's how it be. You know, this they, is how we make more furries. They they didn't appreciate getting their baths, but by the end of it, my gay magic worked on them. Those bitches be fruity <laughs> because the shampoo smelled like grapes or whatever. <laughs> so fruity bitches sounds like name of a cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an idiocracy or something. He's you just know, a, a f- the butt fuckers and then you know you have your fruity so bitches. Cereal. Here's here's a, a sketch idea for all the fan artists in our audience, all dozen of you. Right. Yeah, you know, fruity bitches cereal and it's just shaped like various furry genitalia and it's like fruity pebbles. Yes. Think yes. think the little mini dongs from like Bad Dragon. But right, cereal. right. But they're crunchy and they taste like candy. Yeah, it's like fruit. Yeah. Fruity pebbles, except they're fruity dongs. Yeah. So, you know. Go for it, kids. Speaking of podcasts... We're just throwing out these $50,000 ideas like this. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta come and just pick them up sometimes. We're just tossing them out, because we have so many being podcast millionaires, after all. Um, (laughs) The sequel to Slumdog Millionaire, Podcast Millionaire. Like, I don't think this one's gonna get all the awards that the original did. First Suit Millionaire... Convention millionaire? <laughs> Convention thousandaire? <laughs> Convention, can I get reimbursed for those PlayStation cards? <laughs> oh, fuck, I still haven't gotten that pay. I thought- <laughs> I'm still owed like $700. <laughs> I just realized. Fuck, man, I'd forgotten. Now they owe me money. <laughs> Oh, I'll have to get on the treasure. Get that. this bitch paid! Um, <laughs> God, I have literally forgotten. I've had a lot on my plate recently. Uh, but speaking of podcasts that I've really been enjoying, and this has really no bearing, like, I don't know if it'd be for you. So I, I was really... just thinking, I work with one of the former treasurers, or maybe the current treasurer. I could just go by his desk and slap him and be like, fucking give Saturn his no, money. No, we, uh, we have a new one now. Okay, alright. Um, <laughs> So, I've been having to do a lot of driving in the past couple weeks, and I was reminded of a podcast existing called Rude Tales of Magic. Oh. So, it is a, it's a D&D actual play, hold on, that's done by a group of improv comedians that have worked together for years, and it's huh. heavily edited, heavily produced, and actually really, really funny. Mm. Um, there's like 51 episodes out, and I've actually listened up like episode 14 or so because I've had to drive around so long. They're all tightly edited to like an hour and a half at most. Oh, okay. And I've just been catching up through there, and it's a very funny, very irreverent. Like, the characters' names are like Surfboard Slap Chop and shit like that. You know, like they don't. The NPCs that they bring around. Uh, Count Ivan Gretzky was a vampire they encountered in the first episode. Mm. And he sounded a bit like. Um, one of the vampires from what we do in the shadows oh okay it's a really fun show and i'm quite sure that nobody's paying them fifty thousand dollars to be on it but they do make like twenty thousand dollars a month on patreon but i enjoyed it enough to you know give them a whole 10 bucks and i just downloaded their entire catalog because they have their main feed and their patreon feed it's like their post episode chats oh nice um but it's uh, that has been something that has brought me a lot of entertainment and happiness in the past little bit. I would recommend people check it out. Even if they're not into D&D, you don't really have to know shit other than these characters are wacky. Mm. There's a character who's a skeleton man, a character who's a Sasquatch, a blue, hulk, a blue twunk tiefling, a kinku named Stirfry, and a little fawn named Albie. 
It's uh, very fun. So like, what was the, it's the what was it's, that fawn joke we saw the other day? Well, I mean, there's the the fawn. So yeah, that's the oh, thing. Oh, was it Two Cut Birdie? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Someone said they wanted oh some little fawning or something to worship them, and then this tiny deer person showed up. It was super cute. Nice. This is Ajax. I watched Two Cut Birdie. So yeah, that's a good show. Glad I got a second season. Um, Third now. Oh, nice. Um, but the the characters are all like nobody's human. It's all everybody having a good time. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I I was reminded of that, and then I was like, oh shit, this is really good. And I've been listening to that to the exclusion of like current event podcasts because there's you know shit happening. And I have enough on my plate. Yeah, I'm listen yeah. to the people uh, traipsing through the forest and fighting owl bears and bear owls. <laughs> Also, just current events are just current events, you know, and they're not they're not great right now. Yeah, and these guys have fifty plus episodes dating back to twenty nineteen. Oh, from the before times. Yeah, like they were talking. Like at one point, there was uh, on their post show because they record episodes in batches because you have, like an eight hour play session and they chop it up in episodes. Mm-hmm. Like one of their guys was out in Iowa stumping for Bernie, and I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, I know how the story ends. Mm. And uh, they're like, oh, I got a little cold. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> and you're like, oh. yeah. And you laughed and laughed. It's like, oh, well, we sure have a sniffles. It's weird. It's like, whoops. Somebody's lungs turned to beef jerky. We lost stir fry. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, no, as far as I know, everybody's fine on that show. I haven't. That's the thing, too. Also, it's like, oh, you can join our, our Discord. And I'm like, but I'm still listening through the show. I'm not caught up to date. I can't do that. Right. Because yeah. I don't want to get get spoiled. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to look at a fan art channel and be like, oh no, this character is laying dead on the ground. Rest in peace, Mr. DeBonesby. Mm. Uh, that'd be sad. Mm. So, I would recommend checking that out. You know, because that's the thing. It's like, we're talking about podcasts and these guys are making good money doing it, but they're just like, you know, improv comedians. Mm. There's... But they do other stuff. They have, like, a podcast studio. It's called, like, Fortunate Horse is the name of the office. Fortunate Horse. And they've done other stuff. They had, like, a Shadowrun actual play called Fun City. I don't know if that's still running. Um, They've done some other stuff in the past. Like, one of the guys on the show worked on Gwynpool, the comic, and did work for FX. So these are, like, you know, entertainment industry people. Mm, Okay. So that, that has been a thing that has brought me happiness in these... Dark times. So we have current events and podcasts. We won't talk about all stones. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you going on about, Fuzz? Are you having a stroke? I vaguely know what he sounds like. Awful. He, he does sound awful, and he does sound a bit like the cockroach man from Men in Black, yes. He sounds like he's had COVID for, like, the last 15 years. He's uh, red, mad, and will be nude because they're taking all his shit and leaving him a barrel with suspenders. With hope. <laughs> Um, yeah, Alex Jones has had himself a really bad week, so that's been very fun to hear. And a, and a week full of bad news and other mm. stuff. I mean, there's been some okay news stuff, but I have literally have cut myself off from reading that shit. Right. Because mm. I have a lot on my plate and don't have, and have to really shrink my sphere of give a shit down. Mm. Um, and, but seeing him just get fucked 
By his own lawyer. By him? Uh, no, by, yeah, by could, him. By him? By his lawyer? There's this, I, I saw that meme the other day where it was like Alex Jones on one side and then the other side is like the guy with the gun and the other guy and one of them is Alex Jones's lawyer and Alex Jones again. Yeah. <laughs> it is like... How could Alex so Jones he went, this? It, it did a... Oh, God darn it. It did a perjury. Yeah. And, you know, um... And, <laughs> And the other lawyer was like, you know what perjury is? Just the screen cap like, of that. like, oh, shit! Yeah, there was uh, some caps today of his show of him just, like, yelling <coughs> about how evil won't win, God always wins, I will win, Ah! Oh! It's like, dude, you are unfucking hinged. I, I was, su- I'm surprised that, number one, he's still in the air right now, in the middle of a He was a trial. in the middle of his fucking trial and mocking the judge. And mocking the fucking father, of, the father of the dead child, saying that he was a little slow and he thought he was on the spectrum. And then they show the clip of the, of the kid's father and it's like, he's having trouble speaking because he's literally crying. Like... And we're back. <laughs> I had to be like, could, could you guys not have conversations right outside the door where we're recording in Fur Planet Towers? <laughs> I know we're next to the deluxe break room and the, the daiquiri dispenser is right there, but could you not have loud conversations? Because that's totally what you have there. It's next to the, the booze Keurig. So the wild tear just yelling in the background. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sorry, like sometimes my, my, my underlings sometimes get a little rowdy when they when they know about my podcast millions. You, you must have mixed the daiquiri machine a little heavy today. They're mm. getting a bit wild. That What goes in a daiquiri? Vodka? I don't know. Oh, uh, it was rum in that one. It's oh, like rum, okay. orange juice, lime juice, touch of grenadine, touch of bitters. See, that's just... that we. And for Planet Towers, you take care of your underlings. Yeah. Lots of benefits. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Alex Jones getting fucked. I mean, it sucks because in Texas, the uh, punitive damages are capped really low. I mean, really low being $750,000. But But he currently has at least two more cases. That aren't in Texas, necessarily. And and another's in Connecticut. Right, They don't have those same caps. Yeah. Um, so he already is on the, but he's still on the hook for five million from this case. Yeah, um, and like his company has declared bankruptcy, uh, but like a lot of sometimes people try that shit to get out of legal obligations, but it's like nah. up to the bankruptcy judge whether they'll allow those debts to be. Yeah, he's trying to weasel out of it, of course. Yeah, yeah. The the sheer weight of all this on him is going to fuck him up. Because he's like, oh, a two million judgment would would bankrupt me. And then his lawyer sent the contents of his phone and a bunch of other shit to the lawyer for the parents. Uh And all that information then landed in the hands of the J6 committee. So that's exciting. Well, considering you don't have any of the texts from the FBI or the Secret Service or some other group... uh, it's uh, which is all very sus. Yeah. Um. At least now they have something. Yeah. They uh 
stuff has to come out of that. And that's also going to be subpoenaed by the lawyers in the other cases against him. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, hey, you know, because he didn't comply with discovery. He didn't participate. He got a default judgment against him Mm -hmm. because he was like, fuck the state. You can't sue me. I'm right about these kids not actually being dead or whatever. He was just being a fuckhead about. And so, yeah, like they... The jury awarded him four million for the defamation part, and then they wanted to award forty-five million for punitive. But mm-hmm. Texas caps are real low, so it'll get adjusted down. But other states might not have that same cap, where j- juries can be like, "Yeah, we've seen how he acted in these other cases. We're not gonna like. Mm-hmm. He's not getting off on this, right? Um, I mean, yeah, it's like it's like uh, when Michael Avenatti got fucked in one federal case, and then he got fucked in another federal case on the other side of the country, and like, what did he do? Uh, well, Michael Avenatti was the lawyer who was like propped up as a bit by the libs, like he's going to be the man that takes down Trump because uh, Stormy Daniels and all that, mm-hmm. and then he fucked her over by stealing money from her, and then he got. Uh, indicted for trying to extort Nike for twenty million dollars. What? Yeah, he he got a bit too high in his own supply. Yeah, Lil Nas X's blood or something. Don't know. He ate shit regardless, and now he's facing like twenty years Fed time. Shit. Okay. Because um, he was like doing shit in New York, and then also doing shit in California. So he had one federal trial, and then he had another one on the West Coast, mm-hmm. and then there's the rest of the lawsuits. He. If you get convicted in one thing, it's you're probably not getting off on the other ones. It's so funny. Like, so I saw a tweet saying, you know, I hope Alex Jones gets a lot of time in jail. And, you know, and somebody pointed out, it's a civil case, so there's no jail time on the line. But since he just committed perjury in a court of law, he's now left himself open to future jail time should uh, someone decide to prosecute that. Uh, <laughs> A person I retweeted said, you know, it's hard to get the death penalty in a civil case, but I think Alex Jones deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you owe these parents $4 million and uh, you're getting the death penalty. <laughs> um, and that, that's going to be a lot of podcast appearances he's going to have to do. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, so if he somehow, if he doesn't go to jail, he will unfortunately end up being fine. Because he has years of right-wing podcasts that he can keep going on, speaking arrangement to various lunatics that he can keep going to. Sure, he'll still speak like CPAC and other horseshit like that. He'll get paid bank for all of that. He can still, he could buy or start up another bullshit supplement company to shill to gullible people. And, you know, he'll have some right-wing or QAnon angel investor-like start up a new company for him yeah, or I something mean, like that's that. That's the shitty thing, too. Like, Alex Jones sucks ass, and he has a huge reach. But there's a hundred more Alex Joneses out there. And we've talked about them some in the past. You know, right. all the QAnon grifters, you know, the people, the, the guy that has the cult here in Dallas... Right. The JFK cult, which is still somehow going, like two years after his failed resurrect, JFK's failed resurrection. Hmm. Um, I'm saying someone will prop Alex Jones. Up. Oh yeah, Alex Jones will end up being financially fine. You know, he'll be able to discharge a lot of debt through bankruptcy. You know, unf- Maybe not 
all of this. But even if he loses every penny he has, there's he, enough resources for a failure of a white man to yeah. make himself a millionaire. The again. unfortunate thing is that being an evil shithead pays pretty well if you have a platform. Yeah, for you it. can go really far in this world if you don't have morals. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. You see all these things like, oh, we're going to sell supplements to dipshits or, you know, get your Trump gold bars now or. Get your Trump checks and all this other shit. You see these scams being run on Telegram and the like uh, uh, on, against those right-wing groups where it's like, oh, you know, Donald Trump will be returning to power in November and you need to have this because it'll entitle you to up to $5,000 per Trump check you buy. You'll have to take it to the bank after he comes back into power. Buy in packs of 10. Buy in packs of 100. Buy now. Fiat, cur- fiat cur- currency only. No crypto. Um... There is one that was trying to sell Trump gold bars, which they said will be the new currency once he returns to power. And, like, you go to the website and it's some collectibles thing. Not gold, not actually currency <sighs> on the bottom. It's like, these are commemorative novelty items only. But they're po- they're posing it to the idiots in those chats as if they're real money. Oh, for fuck's like, sake. You know, oh, the the quantum financial system and Nassara and Gassara are going to change the global financial reset and yada, yada, yada. And you say, wow, Saverin, that sounds dumb as shit. Are you making things up? And I assure you I'm not. No. Um, it's one of my least favorite things. It's like you will say what sounds like a random string of words, not even all of them English. And then you show me the headline later and it's like, oh, well, that was a real thing. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) There is plenty of dark knowledge in my brain. But yeah, I mean, at least for the moment he's getting his comeuppance and people are calling him a shithead. So, I mean, like, the ego damage feels nice, I guess. Like, we're obviously very well disconnected from this. Like, we see him being a fucking buffoon online. I mean, will he catch criminals? like, he lives in Austin. He has a big-ass house. Poor people in Austin have to put up with them in public. Remember when he was just showing up in like random squares in Austin and just yelling on a bullhorn conspiracy theories? Oh like, yeah. And what sucks too is that, you know, looking at the financials for his company uh, that I've seen posted about, uh-huh. like after he got kicked off of Twitter and Facebook his income rose because ooh, he's a punished man of the people who we need to support. You need to support a true patriot like Alex Jones and yada yada yada. And so people flock to him more. Maybe that's how I make for a planet a multi-million dollar industry is uh, I get us kicked off of Facebook. (laughs) You're just too horny for Facebook, Fuzz. Well, I mean, unfortunately, that doesn't really... Alien Zuckerbucks, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Amabux. Once Amazon purchases everything, it's between them and Sony... The Bezos. Yeah. The Bezos will be the new uh, currency. Because it sure ain't going to be the Musk. Um, <laughs> no one wants that smell around. I mean, there, there are some furries that are very into Musk, but not that Musk. <laughs> and, well, there are some furries into that Musk, too, but we don't like them. Yeah. Um, speaking of right-wing grifters failing, yeah. yes. um, there was that uh, furry fashcon up in Oklahoma. Uh, I don't even want to give it air. Yeah. I mean, the the most notable thing I saw is that one of their guests of honor got COVID, which is, I mean, like, what's the fucking surprise there, man? You all congregated. Oh, he got it at the airport. Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah, well, on the upside, there were certainly no pregnancies caused that weekend. Um, (laughs) Now, there are multiple possible reasons for this. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. 
several attendees may have shot their own cock and balls off by aiming a gun at themselves at some point. True. <laughs> um, I, I just think that I don't think I saw a single woman there. There were one. The, well, the contrary is a woman. Okay. Um, and I'm sure I saw the women in some of the pictures. Okay, but, I, I didn't know. pay much attention to it. I've had a lot on my plate. It had, but... I believe, someone said, uh, I saw somebody online say it was like 5% women, which is a much, even in a very white male-dominated fandom, that's even lower than your I mean, average furry con. You know, when you see all these articles, it's like, I'm a right-wing woman and I get treated like shit. Yep. I'm I'm the one black MAGA guy who showed up on January 6th. Why did I end up with the highest uh, penalty in prison? I don't know. Maybe because, you know, you're the one black guy that showed up on J6 to cause shit and started beating a cop with a lacrosse stick. Oh, wow. On camera. <laughs> and had prior violent convictions. Like the other guy that went to jail for five years. Um, yeah, I, I just, I saw that in like passing and i was like oh well yeah and then there was like someone that i am aware of on twitter who like lived in the same town and literally walked down to it and people were like how dare you show up he's like i just walked in the door what are you talking about well he said he did pay for a badge yeah which i'm like you know i'm off two minds about that ghosting's bad but i mean you if you're ghosting in that space there's like no. The, the facility is What are you talking small. about? I'm just here to see the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, I'm here to go to the, the church event that's taking up one-third of the space at the same time. Here for the ball pit. <laughs> I get that that was supposed to be a joke, but it just yeah. made them look worse. It, there's a point where like you should be self-aware enough to know that your self-aware joke is still very on the nose. Like... It would be hilarious if, like, Anthrocon or MFF did it. If you're like, there's 10,000 people here, we bought a ball pit no wider than this table and threw, like, a dozen balls in it. People would find that hilarious. Hell, I wouldn't put it past some attendees to just set one up in the hallway. But when your con has, like, 200 people at it, it just feels a little too on the nose. Yeah. Then... Yeah, like, it's been, I think... It's been, everyone's talked about on Twitter as much as if you really need to talk about it. I don't really want to promote it, but it's going to see further, but I'm just like, it, it, it turned out exactly how I thought it was, you know, small attendance, fairly tame looking, and I mean, all the pictures didn't really seem like a lot of people were having fun. I, I've just been to better cons, you know? Yeah, I'm just like, well, you know what, I'm, uh... Not going to go to that, and I'm going to go have fun with my friends instead. That that sounds like a better expenditure of my time, you know? Yeah. Also, just like, I mean, some of those people are legitimately dangerous, you know? Yeah. Like, the, there are no Nazi furries sure are answering a lot of questions raised by my... There are no furry Nazis here. <laughs> as they take a photo five feet away from a person wearing a fucking Raiders armband. Who <laughs> is just looking at them like, what the fuck, dude? Oh. Yeah. Whatever, man. Fuck off. Another thing that has brought me happiness in the past couple weeks, I picked up a new game. Mm. Uh, it's based on uh, 5th edition Dungeon Dragons World called Celasta Crown of the Magister. You don't care about this, but I'm going to put it out there because I like it. Um, Snap time. 
Yep, it's first nap time, but this will be short. Uh, it went on sale here a bit ago, so it was like 30 bucks for everything. Um, but it's a D&D 5th edition computer RPG, turn-based, um, but it shipped with a campaign creator, so you can make your own modules and stuff for it, and so people are very busily porting in old stuff and making their own things to add to the two base campaigns in the game. Mm. It's a lot of fun, and it was only like 35 bucks for the whole package when it was on sale, so like if you add that to your wish list, and if you like 5th edition D&D and want to play it on your computer by yourself, um, you can do that. But there's also a multiplayer mode, where you play control of one character you bring into a game, so you can like communicate via voice chat or whatever outside the game, and have a computer game of D&D without a DM. So that's that. That was that was a cool thing for this week, to to shift us off of talking about stupid furries. God damn, Chester has a nice ass. He does. They uh, <laughs> how old are they now? Like thirty. Thirty three. Thirty three. This year. Ah, uh, how wee bab. <laughs> they are so young and so slender. <laughs> Look at that tail. It's so long. It's so tuggable. <laughs> Just want to pull the string on that bikini bottom and show that bottom what's for. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have large Chester pictures up in my yeah. Well, I mean, look, he, he he's one of your waifus. He definitely is. He's, yeah. he's a furry waifu, and that's just how it is. You know, I I have I remember having finding copies of Havoc Inc. at Half Price Books back yep. in the day, and you know I have uh, Tale of the Taipan Universe. Uh, oh, someone should make legs. one of those Bakiago. Te- um, hoodies but it's all chester faces oh i i bet there's enough of just art of chester to do that oh, yeah. they wouldn't be like all the o faces but they would certainly be enough to have just one of those shirts of just chester yeah couldn't wear it really anywhere but a fur con but you could do that i mean <laughs> if you wanted to it's so weird to me that those are made i mean it, it makes sense for cam girls when you see like the um the the stockings that are like that yeah <laughs> That's the only time it really makes sense. You know, on OnlyFans or something. Doing the uh, the O-Face. What's really weird is when there was the fucking pony version of that. <laughs> I've seen that in person a couple times. It's a lot. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, we, uh, we stole a bunch of images and collaged them into this very over-the-top t-shirt, and then we're going to try to sell it at conventions and hope we don't get in trouble. Oh, wow, actually selling it. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I'd seen a couple people wearing it, or like, what was the... Somebody has to make them. Oh, it was a tattoo. I was going to say, what was the thing someone was wearing with a horse pussy, and then I was like, oh, it was a tattoo. It was a tattoo. Shit. Yeah, that that was a lot. Man... The... I know there's a lot of feral discourse in the fandom, but there's like there's people who like feral art, and then there's tattooing a horse pussy on your body. Like, well, I mean, this guy was a four chan shit poster who gained a lot of notoriety because of it, <laughs> um, and apparently it has caused issues in his life. And I'm like, no shit, homie. <laughs> But this person also has multiple other, like, My Little Pony tattoos on their legs. So, like, it's not just Can you that... imagine if it was in, like, a super visible area? Like, you go for a job interview and you have a horse pussy on your neck. <laughs> like, yes. You want to tell me about your tattoo there, son? I, uh, I take it in the neck. I guess? I don't know. It's like, all right, you've had enough. 
<laughs> You're leaving. We're... No, no, I'm, I'm getting out because yeah. my, my back is not great. Although, I took pills earlier. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the, the constant background hum of feral discourse, I don't give a shit about that. Like, look, I just... Get your laws off my paws. Exactly. <laughs> the, uh, the more you do it, the more I want to write fucking smut that I dream up on weed. Ajax showed me a very nice animation today of a, it was a Sylveon. Yeah. Fucked. It, it was, was an, a, like an alpha Sylveon getting butt fucked. And it's, that's nice. Cause they can be that big. Like in, in the Pokemon legends, RCS game, there's the alpha versions of Pokemon, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, you end up with the, um, the big bipedal bunny Pokemon. Who's like, seven feet tall oh and everyone's like Ooh, crush me mommy and there's uh <laughs> giant gardevoirs the the plant waifu one and mm-hmm. and there can be mega large eevees and oh so my you god can have, that sounds adorable so you end up with this <laughs> i'm so huge and i'm going to squish you now <laughs> um, which can then evolve to like pony-sized vaporeon like there's these pictures of the of the the player character standing next to this vaporeon that at the shoulder is up to their like past their waist you know <laughs> and it's like this thing is four foot five foot tall at the top of the head and a couple hundred pounds mm-hmm. like <laughs> what are you gonna do in terms of human and pokemon reading <laughs> didn't you know that the alpha vaporeon will fucking kill you if you're not careful because it's just that big it's gonna dive right in there like a fucking slip and slide <laughs> time to play cave explorer Hoenn edition. Or like, Ho edition. <laughs> I admit that I have used, like, any time I see someone that replies to, like, the fucking E621 tag bot or... Oh my god, yeah. No, I saw your point on that about, you know, what kind of life must you have to, like, reply angrily to a bot that tweets random words, words basically. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, there might be some people in there you don't want to deal with, but when it comes to, like, all the it tweets a tag once an hour uh-huh. and that's it really right and you know it's like ooh when are we gonna get to ankle get the real Victorian freaks up in there we'll be <laughs> consumed by lusty thoughts <laughs> oh, cover your table get a tablecloth because those table legs are making me horny <laughs> Shit. There's like four tables oh in my here. Too. <laughs> Look at those shapely poles. They're just straight and down to the ground. There's no angles or anything. It's just leg. Every and no day feet. is leg day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's there's just a lot. You know, it's like. The internet. The internet is a, a lot. lot. I mean, you know, <laughs> EA removed incest from The Sims 4. I mean, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> so, okay, so I didn't read the article. Now, what was the nature of the glitch that actually put incest in there in the first place? Okay. Because apparently it was a, it was a bug. It was a bug. They fixed. Okay. So, up until recently, every Sim in The Sims was bisexual. Okay. They could hook up with whomever. You could tell them who to hook up with whomever. And now they added it so that Sims can have a set sexuality. Mm. You can make choose to make your Sims gay or bi or straight or whatever. Okay. And in the process, they deleted a flag or two that regarded familial relations. That's off limits. Previously. And, well, it just <laughs> basically it excluded family 
sims like kid sims relative sims from being included in the yeah we're pan for anybody whatever right and then everyone pointed this out and went <laughs> and then they were like oh shit and patched it back out <laughs> like they just, i mean it's just a hilarious oversight <laughs> oh there was a login for my account oh, oh no because oh, no. it was me I, for whatever reason when i logged into my computer today twitter had logged me out completely blocking too many people well on both my main and my ad mm. so i was sort of like huh okay so now i'm getting these warnings there was a new login it's, yeah I, I i've that. logged in from this machine in the past i promise <laughs> um so now that we've talked and bullshitted for 42 minutes we can actually get to one of the main topics i wanted to talk to you okay so uh did you know that women don't like animation and don't do fandoms, according to HBO Max and Discovery Plus? Oh my God. There's so much ridiculous to unpack with the whole HBO Discovery thing, and like that's just part of it. But yeah, so they had their earnings call yesterday, and I think for corporations, most of those earnings calls become public. Um, so you see their slideshows that their CEO yeah. or whatever presented to their investors and everything. And they're like, we've determined that mostly men watch HBO Max. Mostly women watch Discovery Plus. And women are interested in unscripted TV, nature documentaries, and men like animation and fandoms and scripted shows. Uh, <laughs> So you have all that going on where, like, unique and complimentary HBO Max, male skew, scripted, lean-in, appointment viewing, and home of, quote, fandoms. Yeah. Discovery Plus. Female skew, unscripted, and anytime I read female, female skew, uh, unscripted, lean back, which, what the fuck does that mean? Comfort viewing and home of genre doms. So are you a fandom or a genre dom? (laughs) I prefer a femdom, personally. Or, you know, I could fendom someone. Yeah. But these are all different words. Um, it's so fucking weird to be like... Well, because like, now that COVID is over and everything's back to normal, and I'm saying these with the quotation group, this is an audio medium, and you can't say that except for the tone of my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, well, fuck it, we're done with animation, we're gonna throw all this animation into the garbage, which is what they've been doing on Netflix and HBO and canceling shows like The Owl House on Disney and taking stuff off. HBO Max is cutting off all the anime, even though they're owned by Warner or whatever, and have the rights to do that. I saw a tweet, it was like, imagine being Warner Brothers, buying Warner Brothers, and then deciding that people don't like animation. Yeah, like, oh, sorry, we've canceled and removed all the, the, the all the Daffy Duck content and Bugs Bunny content. Sorry, like, so like the sequel to Scoob was like mostly not done, mostly done, and they just axed it. And there was an animator Batgirl that was like ninety percent done, and yeah. they axed it. And Supergirl also in production. Oh, got canceled. I hadn't heard that. They were doing a live action Supergirl, doing a live action Batgirl movie, and for oh. like HBO Max, and for some reason they're canceled because they might have been, <clears throat> you know, main characters or women. Um, I, I think it's actually less that and more that. So, in this financial situation, Discovery bought 
Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. And as the company buying and taking over the other company, they put their CEO in charge. And their CEO has a hard-on for discovery. They're not going to promote the material of the company that they bought, even though HBO Max has 70 million subscribers and Discovery Plus, which I didn't even know existed before this week, has 20 million subscribers. And they promote that by saying they have a combined 90 million subscribers, but it's really fucking uneven which platform is doing the heavy lifting there, but they're actually opting to shit can HBO Max and it'll just be a tab inside Discovery Plus. And the rumor is they'll probably put the price up. And then they're going to stop focusing on scripted shows, which is what animation and animation, which is what HBO and HBO Max mostly focuses on. I mean, that's where Game of Thrones, The Sopranos, like all these scripted big shows, shows. scripted shows, right? But like, also, wasn't Jellystone on HBO Max? Is that going to get canceled? That was a fun show. That'll get canceled. Yeah, uh, I'm worried about Tuca and Birdie. Yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's getting canceled. Like, all these shows that they have the rights for, and then just, poof, Then it's like, so, uh, for what I'm reading in the news, HBO Max is actually, it's only been around a couple years, it's moving on to become the dominant streaming platform. Like, they're actually a real threat to Netflix at this point. And as new owners kind of come in and be like, I only care about my shit! And, like, you've got this gold goose here that the previous company has put together and nurtured and built a subscriber base for over the last few years and they're just like ah we're just going to cancel it out and roll it into our own platform that has a third of the subscribers and that's what really sucks about this kind of consolidation because like you know adam conover has talked about it a lot when he got axed from like tbs or whatever Mm -hmm. and like all these shows that people didn't that were like ready to fucking go just thrown in the trash can even though they're filmed or animated and all stuff the the scoob sequel animator that i'm peripherally aware of that you know they're like a brony they're i think minty root they would go by but they were mm-hmm. working on the vfx for that and they were like this thing was nearly done yeah I've, I've busted my ass for this what the fuck like they did a bunch of ot and you finished the job and now they've moved on to a new job confident that you know i have the previous thing would be released and everyone would love it and then they're just like no we're just gonna been it yeah and and like in terms of like oh you can't really list that on your imdb if it got canceled huh can you yeah i mean i don't know i don't know how that kind of crediting works i mean if they have a new job fantastic because like that would be so fucking yeah that apparently already moved on to the next thing but and like it's like yeah you're right like you have credits and shit like that and and fucking cartoon network on live action content Girls often graduate out of animation. Some of our most incredible competitors have been at the live-action game for a long time. We know what the girls want. Expect single-cam and multi-cam comedies and dramas. We're trying to make sure that HBO Max is a place where girls find themselves with stuff like live-action movies shorter than an hour, or schmovies, as she says. Like, they recently picked up American Girl specials, as well as new shows like Degrassi. Are they saying young women have a short attention span? Because that's what it sounds like they're saying. And they don't like cartoons. And I'm like... Do you know why we even have fucking Gundam today? This is one of those fun little anecdotes where women save the show and then the boys came in later. Oh, okay. The whole Gundam series in the 70s when it first started airing, Uh the only reason it was super popular was because women found some of the characters hot. Okay. The character of Char. And 
they wrote fan and they showed up for the animation studio and wrote letters and were fangirls and then once uh bandai came in and started making the model kits and toys and stuff that was when male fans came to the show and women are still a major part of the gundam fandom to this day in every version there is sometimes more often than not a pretty boy in a mask that has like blonde hair and pilots of you know the bad guy gundam he's a bad bad boy right who is kind of a frenemy type character yeah and this has been consistent through since the 70s and -hmm. like you know who wrote the first genre fan fiction who were the first fan fandom people maybe it's the kirk spock slash right yeah like you know the the people that wrote the zines we saw back at uh, Haven Con from like the seventies that had all yeah. these these fix of Spock going into Ponfar and having to fuck Uhura or anybody else or Spock and uh, Kirk specifically, mm-hmm. you know the whole reason that slash fiction exists. Like even the Wikipedia article writes, like it's generally written by women. So this whole thing of like women don't do fandoms, girls don't like cartoons, and I'm like. You must be the oldest, whitest, dumbest men possible. You yeah. don't know shit about like modern fandom dynamics. It's so weird. Just like the CEO that's saying and doing all this shit, just uh, you fail up. I guess. I mean, <laughs> just like I'm sure it was a multi-billion-dollar purchase to buy Warner Brothers, but oh, yeah. like I'm just like, how? Why? If you're going to just be that just disregard their content like that why did you even fucking buy them and like the other thing too is that with this consolidation of the market too because sony which is the person at the very 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 top here you know they owned funimation then they bought Crunchyroll, and they called now they have every like all the anime uh, the vast majority of anime distribution in the west and now they've purchased uh, right Stuff Anime, which was the largest distributor of anime goods in the West, mm-hmm. and immediately purged anything adult. Jeez. Oh, so, like, you can't buy those Blu-rays of Interspecies Reviewers anymore. Oh, that yeah, that was Right Stuff. What was that? I don't, I don't remember, okay. but like, they purged everything adult from the website. A fucking Puritan ass. So, like, you end up with a consolidation that cuts out tons of cartoons throws a bunch of shows in the garbage, movies that are nearly done in the garbage, and then, like, has to sanitize everything as well. So, on a similar note to that, there is a merger that was wanting to happen in the publishing industry where Penguin Random House was trying to... Well, Simon & Schuster's parent company was trying to buy Penguin Random House, which would effectively turn the big five into the big four it used to be the big six before penguin and random house emerged uh, but anyway amazingly the justice department has actually stepped in and be like we're bringing a case to stop this merger because um, this is like you know they they step in and they, they stop certain mergers and acquisitions when they're like getting close to monopoly like will this hurt competition and um They've been, you know, they've had, uh, the, the, the big news was that, you know, one of the, uh, celebrity witnesses was Stephen King, uh, because he's literally been in the publishing industry for 50 years. But 
basically in general, like you used to have like this shitload of small companies, and then over the course of time, they've been purchased and consolidated into bigger and bigger companies, and then basically authors have fewer houses to uh, submit their works to, yeah, which means that the companies themselves will only t- start taking the sure bets. And they're not like a small, scrappy company with maybe a weird, non-mainstream kind of style that will take a chance on something odd, Hmm. you know? And so it's just continuing to to reduce the number of outlets that creatives have. Yeah, and homogenizes the content. And homogenizes the content. And in a world where you're talking about racial and sexual minorities already have a hard time getting into that industry. I mean, you have fascists in, what, Virginia trying to, or Pennsylvania trying to declare a book obscene. Right. I think it was Virginia. I don't remember. Uh, but I just there, know it's Republicans. The other, the other thing I saw today was that a library in Minnesota, the city decided, um, the citizens of this city, small city, voted to withhold this particular kind of tax or something like that that accounted for 83% of the library's funding. And they did this because the library refused to move remove all the queer books. Yeah. So they're basically just saying, we've decided our community does is better off without a library than to have a library that has queer books in it. Yep. And it's like, Cause... what the fuck? But, yeah, but... um. You know, the homogenization, like I said, like, you know, if you have very few publishers and they're all competing with other very, very large publishers and they're only going to focus on the sure thing, you know, it's going to be the the white cis males that get their their books published. It just makes it harder for everybody else. Even with small press, they're not the ones necessarily getting their stuff into Barnes & Noble, which is the one big in-person bookseller and... Their stores are really laid out weird now. They, they've, they've had to re- redo layouts, I think, a lot in the last few years just because they're trying to compete with Amazon. Well, okay. They're trying to be relevant. So, one, just so I'm not full of shit, you can still purchase Monster Musume Complete Collection Blu-ray at Right Stuff for the now, for the moment. Okay. But they don't have the Interspecies Reviewers Blu-ray. Mm. But Interspecies Reviewers Manga Volume 7 has furries on the cover. They're going to visit the furries again. Nice. And, uh, not, what, Elsa? Elsa. The hyena girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is Elsa, I think. I'm not sure. Elsa. Elsa. Yes. Fuck Crim in half. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that angel. Um, (laughs) God, listen to prayers. I'd be home by now. Exactly. (laughs) Um, the, uh, this consolidation is bad for everybody because it makes it harder to be a weird queer and get your shit published. Mm. I mean, because it's bad enough that... And know, not just get it published, but actually get it distributed yeah. and out into the world. Because you have enough challenges. You know, yeah, you can list your shit on Amazon or you can sell it through distributors, sell it through cons, but, like, it's so much harder for people to, like, get a broader access because it's like, oh, you know... You go and look at the most commonly challenged books, and they're all written by uh, women or people of color, mm-hmm. or queer people. Yeah, you know, and like 
they really are trying to limit and this consolidation is in service to that like it's yeah it forces people to write it's capital forcing and more, conformity yeah like you have to be a useful cog or you don't get your shit out there you know we need 47 million YA and ta- YA protagonists who are a quirky normal girl who has one magical power is going to take down the government whose name is Wicker Basket yeah and they're plain but also tremendously beautiful yep also they're a vampire <laughs> the uh, uh, copyright Adam Ellis is uh, one of his comics uh, but yeah uh, oh speaking of like um, the horrifying uh, acquisitions if you hadn't heard uh, Ajax is very upset about this earlier today. Amazon has bought iRobot for like $1.7 billion. iRobot is the company that makes the Roomba. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, the the movie? Are no, they going to make an uh, iRobot cinematic universe? So, oh. you know, we have the little Wi-Fi enabled robot that knows what the floor plan of your house is knows where what parts of the house you're in the most because those are the dirty zones and the layout of your furniture and also has a little camera to help it like navigate around and amazon just bought this amazon i think also owns the door cams right yeah yeah which uh will totally hand your shit off to uh the cops if they ask politely and they own echo so they, they've already got their old, the other old security cameras around. And, uh, and of course, Alexa's a, record your voice. Yes. So, like, uh, you know, I, I, I first learned of this when I saw the tweet. It was quote tweeting an article written five years ago in 2017 that said, iRobot's long game is going to be to find someone to sell your data to. And lo and behold, five years later, Amazon spends, I can't remember if it was 1.2 or 1.7 billion. I want to say it's 1.7, I think, but uh, about a billion and a half dollars. And like, I don't think they really care about how many sales the little vacuuming robots and grass cutting robot lawnmowers are making. Mm-hmm. It's the data. Yeah. That's the real fucking moneymaker. Well, so. Speaking of consolidation as well, mm. I saw what a conspiracy theory that's probably not that big-brained mm. is that uh, VR chat is oh. sanitizing their shit to get bought by Meta, by Facebook. Oh, because they found because Meta they, will be like, oh hey, here's a VR service that doesn't suck. Yeah, balls. look at our uh, our VR services. Everyone's laughing at our metaverse, and we lost ten billion dollars because of Apple. What if we buy an already existing thing and slap our name on it? Because they've only been doing that for literally everything. I mean, and that's, Instagram that's what, and all that other shit. Right. Uh, and they own WhatsApp, which I guess is their competitor to Telegram. Yeah. Um, and Microsoft does the same thing. I mean, that's how Microsoft bought Skype. Yeah. And shit canned it and replaced it with teams but it's all has that same arc where like the first step of this type of acquisition is they purge all the adult content uh they, yeah. they make it you know clean and friendly friendly well didn't tumblr do that after they got bought uh yeah but that also murdered its value yeah oh it absolutely did uh, like that was such a fucking boneheaded maneuver and then it was sold off for like 
I want to say million or something like that if they paid a billion dollars for it. I think, I want to say they bought it for like four billion and sold it off for like twenty eight million. It was some pathetic. Like, it was an absolute, just gigantic shit show of a loss of money. Yeah, and Yahoo is still somehow around now, even though like. Virtually nobody uses it to search for anything anymore. Oh, just wait. They'll be shilling cryptocurrencies and bitcoins here soon enough. <sighs> just like Radio Shack. And Blockbuster. Oh, they got to Blockbuster too? Yep. Also, LimeWire. <sighs> That's so. Hey, here have some. <laughs> D- <laughs> it went from DRM, DRM free content to content free DRM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not really funny. And like the. The other thing, too, is that when this type of consolidation happens, it just frees the company to charge you more. Like, Facebook was like, hey, the Oculus Quest 2, it's going up $100. Why? Because fuck you. (laughs) And they did it because there's less competition in the market. And they're like, yeah, you know, if you want... Why is there less competition? Did one of the other Um, companies go under? A lot of companies made VR headsets but it didn't catch on super well because it all happened right before the pandemic and then video cards came hard to get a hold of oh because of so like windows mixed reality headsets like mine are pretty uncommon nowadays as far as i know Mm. and then there's the valve index which is a super high-end one and i think that's kind of it then there's the oculus quest which is a hands-free computer-free vr headset what about the vive i think it was uh sony i think the vive got bought by i i think that was oculus uh. no I, i'm not sure shit but all i do what i know for certain is that uh facebook raised the price of their headsets a hundred dollars because fuck you that's why okay um and like yeah i'm pretty sure that they're gonna try to buy vr chat and that will cause a mass exodus of furries because then you'll be, you know, one of the big things about VRChat, you know, is being able to build your own worlds and import them and not have ads everywhere and have freedom mm-hmm. of your your avatar. and oh. Also not using your legal name, which Facebook is has a real hard on for having yeah. people use their legal name. It's like, if I want to run around as a cute purple kobold with big old hips and a fat tail, I don't need my name on there, you know? Yeah. That was one of my go-tos when I still played that. Um, and so, yeah, it's... They went for the adult stuff first, and then they also took out all the accessibility mods to add this anti-cheat that doesn't really work. Mm. And it's just the the horny furries, or the, the horny queer weirdos are the ones getting kicked first, and this is always how it goes. Mm. It happens, the, the adult content gets kicked off of Riot stuff, the adult stuff gets kicked off of VR chat, the adult stuff got kicked off of uh, Tumblr, and here we fucking are, you know? Mm. Um... At least, you know, E621 and Fur Affinity aren't owned by mega corporations. You know, they're owned by individuals and dong companies. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who owns E621, but it doesn't matter. You know, if they if yeah, they remove uh, all the adult content from E621, they're not going to have a website. You know. <laughs> um, well, I mean, when you're owned by an adult content company, yeah, you know, I don't think there's a there's it's, a risk of that. You know, it's just consolidation doesn't ever really work out for anybody except for the billionaire class yeah <coughs> and you see companies make what appears on the outside to be a completely boneheaded decision but 
there is some fucking financial reason behind it where they're like, yeah, we're hoping to get bought by a big company for a couple of billion bucks. Yeah, then the people that talk get to fuck off to their island and everybody else has to go find a new job. Yep. Everyone that actually worked on developing it ends up getting fucked, getting like six weeks of severance, and then how do you do? And then, see ya. Good luck on your next job. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's no good. And that's why we here at Fur Planet Towers take good care of our underlings. <laughs> and we would only sell to Simon & Schuster for about half a billion dollars. Yeah, of course, only. Because that's, that's, of course, the next big thing. <laughs> uh, furry fiction in the mainstream, yeah. <sighs> well, don't you know, you have to make the furry fandom safe and sanitized. To... I'm looking at the bookshelves full of not adult and non-adult books. It's like, all right, fuzz, you know, we just have to get rid of all this smut. You can be a good Christian publishing house. You can get bought by Amazon. <laughs> yeah, none of that, man. Uh, like, you got to stay defiantly weird out there. I, yeah, I guess I feel like we're actually pretty subversive with yeah. all of this queer content. You know? well, I mean, you had some giant lesbians. You got the, a comic where a cat boy and a dog girl, you know, gets his she gets her dick sucked and mm-hmm. you've got you know furry superheroes and ghost bear buddy uh detective partners i'm just looking at the books i can see on the shelves right <laughs> you know it's like it's a lot of the furry spaceship there's all 50 million of rugus's books lesbian anthology yeah it's like at least at least no one will be buying out for planet anytime soon and purging it of any adult content that would be very very hard yeah they wouldn't have a whole lot left you know, i mean we, we're not going to end up with uh, anthrocon brought to you by raytheon anytime soon I'm better fucking not i don't like lockheed martin presents anthrocon <laughs> now with drone sonas added to the mix <laughs> did you hear about the con raytheon did sponsor though which one was that? Oh my god. So it wasn't the whole convention. So I believe this was Worldcon. Part of the Hugo Awards ceremony was brought to you by Raytheon. Oh, so you have the award winners standing there holding their trophies or whatever or doing like the red carpet walk and there's a wall behind them that just has the Raytheon logo plastered tiled over it basically. I remember... Um, a few years ago at New York Comic Con, there was a, a, a going to be a Lockheed Martin slash Agents of Shield comic crossover where Ooh. they were going to be like, yeah, Lockheed Martin is providing the the stuff with the start with Stark Enterprises and we're fighting terrorism across the planet and oh my people Lord. were like, this fucking sucks, dude, and they canceled it ultimately. Oh, good. But it was one of those like, yeah, we're gonna valorize murdering brown people in comics. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's always a little awkward when that comes up. Um, yeah, it, I'm not surprised. I guess that they tried to do that, you know, since Agents of Shield was on TV at the time. And, yeah. Oof, oof. Well, the the thesis point that we can get to here, though, is that don't that's not s- the only thing Lockheed Martin got canceled. Oh, oh. Yeah, we don't have to talk about him. If we don't want to. Um, but just quit sanitizing yourself to appeal to normies. Like it, 
you, you are no matter how normal you are the fact that you're queer and producing content for yourself is gonna get in the way of their money so you might as well just keep doing it anyway mm. like you're gonna like anytime a place is looking to sell out I mean, shit, even what OnlyFans was going to try to do that briefly. <gasps> that was hilarious. They were mm-hmm. like, OnlyFans is going to remove adult content. And we were like, well, then what's it for? Yeah. They were like, we have lots of non-adult content creators on our platform. Literally who? <laughs> yeah. Look, it's a gardening only plants. Or it's a baking channel only, only plants. plants. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's going to pay uh the only hot buns people are going to pay to look at aren't going to be baked <laughs> unless you're on weed uh, that that's a great crossover though i'm yeah. high and dildoing myself check out these baked buns it's like check it out i'm dri- i'm cosplaying as a spurgatito is that the name of the that's green the, uh, yeah the green kitty? cat yeah the green weed cat so did they announce what they're they haven't shown is? the next evo so we don't know if it's in fact a tar <laughs> yeah i was thinking that i do i was very amused by that comic they're like two legs no four legs like we've listened to our fans and here we go <laughs> and they made it into a tar <laughs> a weed cat tar <laughs> sounds like a fantastic choice well, we're past an hour, and we're going to do another recording here in a couple days, hopefully. So let's wrap it up now. Okay. Um, we're still here. We're not dead. Hopefully we'll be able to get Shiva on board here next week for the next full ep- next main episode, maybe. You know, when her household has gotten its act together. Because, you know, it's it's not just, like, it's just scheduling conflicts, really. It's, it's not her fault, really. Um, but... We're, we'll be back hopefully next week. You can find us on, you know, Fuzz has maintained our Twitter presence and has been retweeting things and such. And, uh, haven't been canceled on there yet, as far as I know, but that's fine. I don't I look at it. I try not to get try not canceled. To cancel, yeah. You know, South Falls Cast on Twitter, South Falls Cast on Patreon. You can give us a buck if you like our content. Um, hopefully we'll get our shit together and our lives will stop being on fire and we can do more content. But, mm. you know, it's like a tip jar. Yeah. you know it's one of those things where like if it's be pay per episode and we don't produce content for a month and a half you don't get charged anything <laughs> right because um, you know life get in the way yeah. uh, and you can find us on a telegram fan chat there's always a link in the show notes link on the patreon to join that it's a chill spot 195 people as of now and uh, you know there's good conversations and cute photos and furry porn and it's a coal powered fucking machine uh, <laughs> someone posted a okay. of, I saw a coal powered fucking machine at a museum imagine trying to get off while this little thing is making cute little chuff chuff train noises behind you <laughs> I thought you were going to say while you're while you're tr- it's you're so close but it's running out of coal and you're trying to carefully aim throwing another brick of coal into the machine <laughs> Jeeves Jeeves put another couple coals and I'm almost there yeah <laughs> What the boiler sound? She kind of take anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you can always buy books from For Planet Towers at forplanet.com. Uh, when we'll, we'll our our well paid For Planet minions will ship the books straight to you, and we hardly ever whip them. It's only <laughs> consensual. <laughs> we put the essential in consensual, and 
That's that's gonna wrap us up for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. So on that note, good night. Thank you for listening. I'm Alex Jones. I paid fifty thousand dollars to bring the tickets to you. All right. So tell me about those gay frogs. I think I've dislocated my throat. <laughs>